Uh, let's get ready to look at the word of God in the book of Luke chapter uh, 1. Verse 34. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. Bless us now and keep us in Jesus' name. Release your anointing in us and through us. Anoint the ears to hear. Anoint my lips to speak. But let sin be like wood. And let your word be like fire. In the name of Jesus. Purge us from every dead work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen may be seated in his presence. I want to talk a little bit today about when it don't look like it. When it don't look like it. And if I were going to use a subtopic, it would be, are you ready for a surprise? Amen. In this chapter here in Luke it talks about how that the angel Gabriel had come and visited a little virgin girl by the name of Mary and Mary is very young and the angel approached her and told her that she was going to conceive and have a baby. Now this surprised her. She asked the question, how can this be since I don't know a man? And this could be the same question that we are asked when God surprised us. How can this be? I'm too old. How could this be? I don't have training. God doesn't say, I'm a blessing. He said, how could this be? I don't have training. How could this be? I don't have the right contacts. How could this be? I'm not righteous enough. How could this be? I've made too many mistakes. But God says, I can do all things and ask the question, is there anything too hard for the Lord? I have chosen this subject because the Lord has placed on my heart that he's going to bless us profoundly. All of us here today are in different places in our lives. Some of us are against a brick wall. Some of us are lying in the valleys of despair. Some of us are between jobs. Some of us are going through illness. Some of us are lonely and still. And we're at the end of our road. But I have good news for you. And I also have a question. Are you ready for your surprise? The Lord sent me here this morning to let you know 
that he have not forgotten you and you are still on his mind. In our text this morning, Israel have come to a breaking place. It is a period in history that she had never been before. Religious leaders had replaced the word of God with tradition. People that really needed help could not receive that help. Brothers and sisters, it was a nighttime. But the thing that makes it not so bad is because God will show up during your night. Is there anybody in the house that had God to show up during your night? The reason why the scripture says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning, it's because God will show up during your night. And for some of us, we don't realize that your night has more to do with your despair than it do with the darkness that surrounds you. When the doctor tells you you have cancer, that's nighttime. Uh, the sun could be shining bright, but that's nighttime. When the boss calls you in the office either Friday, <laughs> most of the time it's Friday, <laughs> and tell you that we no longer need your service, that's nighttime. When your husband or your wife walk out on you and say, I, don't long, I no longer want this marriage, that's nighttime. When the car breaks down in rush hour traffic, And you don't have any money. That's nighttime. And being a pastor, I realize that there is someone going through night all the time. Because while one is jumping and shouting and speaking in tongues because they have met their morning. There are some who are crying because they are in the blackest of their night because they just had a problem. In the book of Genesis chapter uh, Sarah chapter number 18 Sarah is experiencing a night. Ninety years old and still haven't had a baby. That's nighttime. <laughs> the scripture says that Abraham and Sarah was old and were well stricken in age and it ceased to be with Sarah. Let me tell you, when it ceased to be with you, 
that's nighttime. But it ceased to be with Sarah. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying, after I am waxed old shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old, maybe if he was a young man we could still get it on, but both of us old. Both of us in our night season. But I thank God he shows up during the night season. And the Lord said to Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh? And some of us in here, when God give you a blessing showing up, you start laughing. You laugh because the physical senses cannot conceive that this could be. Why? I'm so far removed from what God is telling me. Can't be so. And Sarah denied it and said, Oh, I didn't laugh. And God told us, yes, you did. And some of us might have said because she lied, she disqualified herself. But even though she lied, Sarah still had her baby. I submit to you, it was not good living. It wasn't because she could visualize it. You know, sometimes God tells you some stuff you can't even pick it up in a vision. I, I, get, I can't even see it. There's no kind of way. I, I can't even see myself there. There it is. You walking and then God tells you that you're going to be riding in a Rolls Royce. You can't even see yourself there. I could probably see myself on a bike. But I can't even see myself there. But this is the way our God is. Tell your neighbor right now. Say, you are not disqualified. <laughs> and in the book of 2 Kings, there's another occasion. Elijah comes in and she Mix a room for it. Just build a room. Say, let's build a room for the man of God. Sometimes people don't know how important. I, I sometimes reluctantly say anything because I know whoever blessed me is going to be blessed. But I don't like to, because of what has happened in our society, I don't like to talk about the whole lot because then people think that you're trying to get something for yourself. I'm in good shape. <laughs> but sometimes you're in bad shape. And sometimes if you want to get in good shape, you start doing for somebody that is in shape and God will do something for you, especially the man of God. So this, this, here it is, this woman, this, this made a room. But now, now she didn't approach it and say, well, if I do something for him, I'm going to get something out of it. No, out of the goodness of her heart, she decided, I'm going to make a room for this man of God. And she made it. And then after she made the room, the man of God felt obligated. And he said, well, what can we do for this woman? And of course, the armor bearer said, well, she ain't got no children. And so he said, all right, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to do something about that. Called the woman in and said, about this time, he said, uh, next year. Because sometimes, some blessing is going to still take nine months. Now, I know sometimes we want to hurry, but there are some blessings that's going to take nine months for God to give it to you. And that's still all right. Because he knew what he doing. And so, so this woman turned around and says, 
man of God. Now look at what she did. She called him a man of God. Yeah. Called him a man of God and a liar in the same breath. Oh my God, my God. And amen, sometimes the devil works on your mind because of the mistakes that you've made. But this woman, amen, calls him a man of God and a liar in the same breath, but she still had her baby. Oh God, I thank you. I'm just so glad that God don't hold our surprises because when, when he surprised you, the physical mind cannot receive what God got in store for you. But amen, that demon from hell, amen, will come along and try to make you think because of what you said, God is not going to bless you. And I know there are somebody in here now that God told you something and you doubted the problem. Is there anybody that received the promise and doubted what God said about you. Amen. So we can see here by her words that this woman did not believe the man of God. Sometimes God will blow your mind. He surprised you. He comes on you when you're not expecting it. You on one end of the spectrum and God is giving you a promise on the other end of the spectrum. This is the kind of God that we serve. Amen. It seems as if it's all over. But the God we serve is there to help you. This woman said well we've been trying for years and all of a sudden you're going to come in here and tell me when it at the end it seems like everything is done I'm going to have a baby amen how ridiculous is that and some of us is in a place right now you're saying it's ridiculous but I got news for you the God we serve is able he will show up in your dark this night. He knows how to show up. Amen. I remembered of another man. And you notice that when things happen to the people of God, most of the time it's at nighttime. It was nighttime when Daniel was in the lion. Then how you know it was nighttime? Because the Bible said the king early in the morning came there and began to say, Oh, Daniel, amen, have God delivered you? And I know it was nighttime. But Daniel, they said, weeping and doing for the night. But joy is going to come in the morning. Why did joy come in the morning? Because during the night season, God came in and tamed the lion. There were three boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It was during the night season. They were cast into the fiery furnace. But during the night, God came in and cooled the flame. Some of us right now, we are in difficult situations. But if you can believe God, what you talking about? You ain't the only one that the doubted prophecy. You're not the only one that's called a prophet a liar. You're not the only one who have called God a liar. 
but God is able to deliver. I remember how God brought out and how God will make whole. And when you think it's over, it ain't over until God says it's over. He will surprise you the way he show up. Oh, yes, he will. He'll take what you can't do. He'll take your leftover and turn it to a banquet. That's the kind of God we serve. He's able. He's able. He's able. God is able. Mm. Do me a favor. Get your neighbor's attention. Say neighbor, 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 neighbor. You're not going to qualify for this next blessing. Anybody ready for a blessing you didn't qualify for? Because the first thing the enemy do when God makes you a promise, he makes you go back and say, I didn't die. I, I didn't cross the T. Didn't wash my face. Didn't take a bath. And he started telling you all the stuff that you didn't do. But it's not based upon your performance. It's based upon God's desire to bless you. He said, I'll bless you. And if you notice in scripture, most of the people that received blessings didn't qualify. They were out. They doubted. But what you need to do is learn to do what the man did. I think it's uh, in, in there, somewhere in the gospel. Amen. Where is that scripture at? Somewhere in the gospel. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Mark 9, 23, there was a man in the gospel. He brought his child to Jesus and said, Lord, if you can do anything, do something for this boy. Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. The man cried out and said, Lord, I believe, but I doubt if you're going to I doubt if this boy go, all I want him to, to be is better. He said, Lord, I believe. Have my unbelief. Is there anybody in here looking for a miracle that you really can't believe? You want it and you need it, but I can't fully believe it. I wonder, could you jump to your feet and say, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. All right, sit down, sit down. Because sometimes, you see, this thing is beyond my comprehension. My five senses can't perceive it. I, I can't see this thing happening. But when you cry out and say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief do what happened. The Holy Ghost come into your spirit and take you beyond the five senses and move you to the spiritual sense that said, all things are possible to him that believe God wants your work a miracle in your life. And right now, somebody in here has gotten a promise from God. And the mistake we make is this. God made you a promise. And you couldn't see it. And you try to work to qualify. 
I know somebody here that did it. Somebody, you tried to start working to qualify. And the more you work, the less qualified you see. Honey, you will never qualify. The thing that qualifies you is believing. Sometimes God will bless you. He'll want to bless you, but he'll kill you. What do you mean? God done called Moses, told Moses, I want you to go down and lead the children of Israel out of the land. And Moses, in that way, he didn't do what God wanted him to do. Sometimes God will take an unsaved person, oh my God, and make them tell you what to do. He had this unsaved woman. I'm not advertising, I'm not advocating rather marrying an unsaved woman, but uh, this one right here was pretty good. So, so here it was, and this woman, what she did was, she got a knife and cut the boy right good, cut it, cut that foreskin off, bam, cut it off. Throw it down at his feet, because sometimes we forget what God asked for. So she snipped him, oh my God. Sometimes we need somebody to snip us a little bit, Lord. And she snipped him and threw it down at Moses' feet. But the angel that had commanded and was getting ready to bless him, that same angel was getting ready to kill him. I tell you, it's by the mercy of God that Moses wasn't killed. But in what God is looking for us to do, amen, was, I need somebody to realize obedience is not optional. Is there anybody in here that can, this, you don't mind jumping up and say, obedience is not optional. All right, now one, one thing we got to realize, you got to get to a place where you can obey even if you don't believe. Now there were some boys with the leprosy, right? God spit on them. Hmm. Some of them, he just blessed them. He said, go show yourself in there. There's, you all remember the blind man on it. He spit on it. And see, in biblical days, the oldest child and Jesus was the oldest boy. His spit had power. Because the oldest boy can spit on you. See, I had, I had six brothers. I couldn't spit on nobody. <laughs> if I spit on somebody, my hind pops is in trouble. But Jesus spit and told him, go wash. And sometimes you got to realize the obedience, just doing it. I don't care if you doubt. Just go anyhow. And in your going, transformation take place while you're going. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I can't see it. I don't know how. But amen, when I'm going, transformation will take place. So when you're, when you're even, if you don't believe it, start obeying. Amen. And when you start obeying, God will work with your physical senses and bring it in reality to your spiritual senses and you will be surprised. Because God will give you a miracle. I want you to start believing God and walking in God because it don't come naturally. Because what God is telling you is surprising. Because you don't think it's possible. If God tell you right now, you're going to be a billionaire. You say, oh, who? Me? 
But if God make a promise, his promise is true. But sometimes he don't say a billionaire, you know, because if he made you a billionaire right now, you'd be the most unhappiest person on earth. Do y'all don't believe that, do you? Got quiet. Some of y'all sitting here now. If I became a billionaire, I'd be happy. If you became a billionaire, you would be the most unhappiest person on earth. Why? Right now, them friends of yours, they're not your friend because you got nothing. They're your friend because they chose to be your friend. But when you become a billionaire, you don't know whether or not you're my friend because of what I got. And most of the time, the mind says, you're only here because of what I got. Amen? But right now, with them chains you got in your pocket, them people that hang around you know you ain't going to give them nothing because they know you ain't got nothing. They are just there out of principle. So having money don't make you happy. But when you're in the will of God, only in the will of God, is that's the happy and the serenity that you're looking for is in the will of God. Standing all over the building.